0: The Road to Montgomery is brought to you by Bob James, attorney at law, the City of Montgomery, Tuskegee Federal Credit Union, the Montgomery Biscuits, and the Central Alabama Sports Commission.
1: Straight from Alabama. This beat is from Youngstown. What's on your hiatus, watch me. And and I'm woken up. Now. now the industry was hurting, but I didn't bandage the up. Now I got too sick with it. Now we done found us an abrupt sound. Look, I'll be tearing the speakers up and we shaking the whole ground. found pros in this profession. We calling that profound. You, yo in every city. I'm calling that yo town. Some of these words that I'm using make me want to throw down. But I got humble in my veins and learn to tone it down. Major League when I'm pitching. I'm needing the pitchers, man. i check the room with my powers and knocking the pitches down trying to teach you business first and put your
2: pitches down major 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 major
3: Welcome to the Road to Montgomery podcast, exclusively here on the Black College Sports Network. A.D. Drew here from the Black College Sports Network. Joining me today on this momentous occasion, Michael Coker from the Black College Nines. Michael, how are you doing today?
4: Mr. A.D. Drew, I am doing
3: wonderful. How about yourself? Hey, we are doing fine. We are doing fine, man. Uh, and we are here to talk about a historic event that will occur in Montgomery, Alabama, hence the road to Montgomery. So Michael, without further ado, tell everybody what this road to Montgomery is, what this thing called the Black College World Series is, if you would, please. Yes, Mr. Drew, the Black College World Series
4: is a championship level event for HBCU baseball programs, particularly the ones in the the NCAA Division II and NAI baseball programs. It is a, we will no longer crown a mystical champion. Everything will be decided on the field. And the purpose of that is, is we're giving each institution a a level of play as to where we will no longer have voters voting to decide a champion everything will be played on the field it will be decided on the field what is this event going to occur michael this event is going to take place mr ad drew in montgomery alabama uh may 10th to the 15th. Now the 15th is a rain date, but the championship is scheduled for the 14th. So and it is consisting of uh eight teams and we are looking to it, it will be played at the Riverwalk Stadium home of the Montgomery Biscuits in uh, Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, they, the Biscuits are the, is the home of the uh minor league Facility for the Tampa Rays, the Major League Baseball team.
3: Michael, what what, what are the participants that are going to be in this uh, this event?
5: The,
3: the participants
4: are the NCAA Division II and uh programs.
3: So, so uh, Division Two. NAIA programs, Michael. Why not Division One? Why why everybody likes to see the Division I programs? Why won't we have Division I programs there? Because of, uh, there's a different caliber of play. Different caliber of play. All right, Michael. So what's what, what what are people having to look forward to? Why 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 even take the time to do this event, Michael? Well,
4: HBCU baseball has a, a, a long wealth history of producing some of the best players in the Negro League and the national uh, uh, um, um, uh, major league uh, rosters. And it's going to showcase championship level outside of what the national media has. HBCU baseball has been around for years. It is and, This event is going to showcase the top lap talents, the top players coming out of HBCUs. It's a a well-kept secret, and it's a secret that should have never been well-kept, that at different levels of collegiate baseball, we have players who can feel it should be on Major League Baseball rosters. This is an event that will showcase
3: an HBCU talent. All right, Michael. So, uh, t- tell us about what happened there last year. The defending national champion. Well, Bluefield
4: State was the defending national champion. They they, they won the inaugural World Series. Uh, they they came in and they won. Uh, they only lost one throughout the tournament, and that was because the tournament was set up as a. a, a Uh, You had to win two, you had to win uh, uh, basically uh, not really two games, but because they came out of the winner's bracket undefeated, they were able to- Double elimination. Right. And they they went into that tournament as as they didn't have a loss, and they ended up losing their first game of the tournament, which forced a winner take all. And Bluefield State shocked everybody and they won the tournament. They weren't the favorite, but they came in, they came prepared and I think it was the food that they ate before the game that got them that victory. They put a lot of protein in their players and they gulped that protein down and next thing you know, they had a burst of energy.
3: And there's a a story behind that, Michael. So uh, how how, how did you get involved with with an event like this, Michael? 10 years ago, uh, there's a
4: Bluefield State coach named Joffrey Hunter. In my normal baseball uh, talks with all the head coaches and the SIDs across the country, he said to me, "He said, you know, HBCU's have nothing to play for. Uh, we need something to play for. We need something outside of a conference championship." He says, "You know, crowning a conference champion that means nothing when we want to take on national competition. We need to have that for HBCU." So I took a took it upon myself and decided, you know, let's try that. Let's try to put something together. Uh, Last year was fruitful. It took me 10 years to do it. And with this group here, Black College Championships, we're looking at 2022 and well beyond.
3: And your position with Black College Championships is what?
4: I'm the executive director. Uh, I have a bunch of guys who are very good at, make we all come together we're good planning good developing uh we put in a lot of hours to see to it that we're going to have a successful tournament not just in 2022 as i stated earlier and mr Uh, drew you quite uh well are well aware of that the work that we're putting in is going to be beneficial not only to the city of montgomery the montgomery community uh and the regional uh of the area regarding that southern uh region but uh to the nation as well this is a tournament that's championship level that will be played in montgomery between may
3: 11th and the 15th so why Montgomery? why, why Montgomery? And it did talk especially before we have aquan uh robinson of the montgomery area chamber of commerce come on why did why montgomery and how helpful has Montgomery been in uh, promoting this event?
4: Well, Montgomery is centrally located in the Southern United States. It is an area that has a wealth of HBCUs. Uh, HBCUs, they, they connect well, they travel well. Uh, in that region, uh, you have a lot of HBCU uh, baseball programs in their members' institutions. And you have a a high, very something that doesn't get talked about is at HBCUs. It, it, we have a high rate of graduation, so Montgomery plays a major role in that because Montgomery is a is a hub from the civil rights movement, and the community has been very supportive, especially the municipalities. They have put their best foot forward to see to it that this event we'll move on that this event is, will showcase not just HBCUs, but HBCUs in the community, in the community involvement. That's the one great thing that I like about uh, the Montgomery uh, Chamber of Commerce, the uh, Central Sports Authority, the, um, the, the the chamber itself, and, and, and the Commission's and office they all are engaged and they all want this event to go on and we are looking forward to see to it that not only will they have their wish and their support that we make sure that we are there every year that we have this national tournament and i'm talking about years down the road i'm not talking about something tomorrow and then we're talking beyond
3: 2022 all right, all right, Michael. And of course, uh, you've got all of the uh, other Black history that's uh, always been made in Montgomery, Alabama, from uh Baltimore to King, Golden Parks, and uh, so so much Black history in that particular area. So it's great that we are at Black College Championship, Black College Dives, Black College World Series. That's a lot of Black colleges there. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I'll put this thing together to, uh, you know to promote another historic black event michael i tell you what we're going to do we're going to we're going to take a break right now and when we come back we are going to bring on mr aquan robinson he is the he, he works for the montgomery area chamber of commerce who has been a big key player that organization in getting this event to montgomery and hosting it there in that particular city. So, A.D. Drew, Black College Sports Network. He's Michael Coker, Black College Nine. We are Black College Championships. And this is the Road to Montgomery, the preview show for the Black College World Series. We will be right back.
2: There's a shot! shot. That might be, be. it could be!
1: Right field, grand slam, slam! What a shot! That's how you get hot, young fella. Thank you, guys, for what you do for HBCU right? This is a fantastic avenue for 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 all of us. This is our ESPN, so we we, we, we love what you guys do. And all you guys at BCSN, we really appreciate what it is that you guys you guys do. First. Supermarket
5: sushi, really? No. Wait, Troy, you work here? I'm never not working. Like head and shoulder scalp shield technology, up to 100% dandruff protection, even between washes. Never not working,
0: huh? Oh, Troy, you're such a good teacher. Yeah, I know.
5: (laughs) Never not working. Never not working. Never, ever not working. Are you serious? Never not working standard protection that's never not working head and shoulder scalp shield technology for 200 years montgomery alabama has been making history by people who had the courage to stand up for change today this riverfront city has been reborn embracing the past and looking forward to the future from the national memorial for peace and justice to the stage of the alabama shakespeare festival this is where history was and is made we are proud to call montgomery home and together We can be the change.
3: The top HBCU programs in the nation come to Montgomery, Alabama's Riverwalk Stadium this May 11th through 14th for the Black College World Series. The best black college baseball teams in the NCAA Division II and the NAIA will battle for black baseball's ultimate pride. Games will be streamed live at www.mybcsn.net. Tickets are available now online at www.blackcollegechampionships.com.
4: From novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slow Burn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge, featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website, www.slowburnwaco.com. That's www.slowburnwaco.com.
0: The Road to Montgomery is brought to you by Bob James, attorney at law. The City of Montgomery. Montgomery, Tuskegee Federal Credit Union. Major, Major. the Montgomery Biscuits, and the Central Alabama Sports Commission.
2: There's a
1: shot! shot so that right. might it be. Could it be. Could
2: be! Right field! Grim, mm-hmm. slam! Yeah.
3: My bad, I forgot to turn the audio on, but that's all right. That's what happens when you do these things. We're back here on the road to Montgomery. Andy Drew here, Michael Coker up under me, and over off to the side, Mr. Aquan Robinson. Aquan Robinson works for the Montgomery Area Chamber of Commerce, and the Montgomery Area Chamber of Commerce has been a big supporter and a big participant in this event occurring. So before we go any further, Mr. Robinson, how are you doing on this evening?
6: Listen, I'm doing wonderful, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Uh, It's always a pleasure to speak with y'all, especially when it comes to the event that's coming into Montgomery here in the next few weeks.
3: So speaking of the event that's coming to Montgomery there in the next few weeks, Tell us what the vibe is in Montgomery for the Black College World Series uh,
6: there. Yeah, uh, great question. We've got a a contingent of people here that are really excited to be uh, participants from our local community, community stewards, stakeholders. Uh, We wanna see this event continue to grow. Um, Obviously last year was the inaugural year and we were doing that right outside of COVID. So we're looking to continue to grow this over the next few years. Um, but again, you know, Montgomery is a great city, uh, just a great sports town, period, um, and a great HBCU city with having Alabama State um, here located uh, and then being not too far down the road from Tuskegee. So there's a lot of HBCU uh, people that are, are excited to have this event coming to our city. And a lot of just great baseball fans that are excited for it as well. Uh, Montgomery's a great baseball town. Also, obviously, having the biscuits here and having a great legacy of baseball, you know, even going back to uh, the Southern Negro Leagues. Um, So uh, hosting Division II uh, World Series back in the day. So, again, we're excited to kind of build on to the legacy that Montgomery has as it attached to baseball in general. Um, So, again, like I said, the, the community is excited and we want to continue to see it grow.
3: Yeah, now nah, I, I did go get some soap because so I'm gonna have to wash my mouth out after I say this one, Aquan. You know, you can't leave Miles and Steelman Miles steal, and Talladega when you talk about HBCUs. Oh, uh, that that, that, oh, frequent, no, no. that area. Nah, you know I gotta wash my mouth out because yeah. I said yeah. Miles. But anyway, that's, uh, that's all right. That's all right. I know. I know. I, I
6: understand. But you know, I, I wanted to make sure that we we touched on on the ones that are definitely i um, close in our ratings, but no, you're absolutely correct. I want to shout out all the HBCUs in Alabama. Like you said, Miles, Stillman, uh, Talladega, and, and stepping outside of uh, baseball for, for a minute. Talladega made a nice run uh, in their division for, for coming up runner-up in the national championship. So uh, shout out to everybody. Um, and I, I guess I got to make sure I shout out to Alabama A&M. I don't want anybody to uh, come at me on tomorrow. Yeah, as they're seeing this. But shout out to all the HBCUs uh, in the state of Alabama.
3: Yeah, this, uh, before I turn on the mic, there's been two times this year thus far I've been just an HBCU fan. And that was Talladega in the championship game. And uh, Monday night when Amisha Williams was drafted uh, by the, uh, by the uh, Indiana Fever. Michael, Absolutely. fire away. How you doing, uh,
4: Mr. Robinson?
6: Hey, Mr. Coker. I'm doing well, sir. how's it going on?
4: It's going well. Uh this is something I want to dive right in and I want to talk about the Montgomery community. How is the, the community involvement? What is the community saying and, and how are they approaching the Black College World Series? That's gonna kind of their city for four wonderful days.
6: Yeah, the, 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 there's, a little, there's a buzz building. Um, like I said, we've got a great community group of stakeholders that have agreed to kind of be um, hosts for the teams while they're there. Um, I even think they're planning on getting some events, um, you know, like some block parties and things planned uh, based on some people that I know uh, to get people engaged. So, uh, you know, we're pretty excited. And I think the buzz is going to continue to grow, especially once we figure out, the, the uh the slate of the eight teams that are going to be going to be participating um you know our goal is to make sure that we continue to get the word out we want to try to get as many um, local little league teams engaged people from the elementary junior high and high school so make sure we get some students out there um, and and just continue to to, to grow this event uh, you know i think it's a great partnership moving forward um obviously there's there's a lot of um you know kind of overlapping things that that works out to montgomery's advantages um as far as location and drivability of teams that are going to be uh probably most likely slated i think it'll be good for the fans from those from those locations to drive um as we saw last year right you know we had some great teams engaged especially with some local connections um like the team from xavier uh, down in new orleans um and and obviously we had the teams from florida edward waters um and then um you know Blue, Bluefield state all the all, all the people that came so uh, we're looking forward to see who we can get engaged in again this year obviously we've got some great baseball being played around the region so um i think it's going to be a great turnout once we hear the the final the final 8 teams that are going to be participating but again the community the, the community is excited uh there's a lot of local uh HBCU groups uh, affinity groups that are engaged in this and so we're doing the best thing that, that we can to make sure that we raise visibility for this event and the, and, and get the, the general community engaged. I and
3: mean, one thing I like about Montgomery Aquan is for those who travel into Montgomery, every hotel that you will want to stay at, every decent hotel. Uh, it's within 15 minutes of the stadium. There are that is it's not a bad city to get around, it's very easy to get around Montgomery. So, whether you stay in the quote unquote suburbs of Montgomery or you stay right downtown, I mean, it doesn't take you long to get into the heart of the action. Uh, go, go ahead, Michael. Just wanted to point that out for those who may travel in. Well, maybe
4: my final question to uh, uh, Mr. Acorn Robinson is the world's going to be watching and how has the municipality, how are they going to handle this? How are they going to promote this? Considering that you're, you're, you're already engaged the community. You've already engaged the local businesses. Now when the national media comes, how will this be taken care of?
6: Well, you know, again, we like to roll out the red carpet. Um, that's, the, that's the one thing that, you know, obviously we're in the South, um, and, and, and Southern hospitality is always something that people talk about when they visit the South, and Montgomery's no different. Um, we, we like to say that we we, we go above and beyond, um, even, even outside of our sporting events. There's just a lot of events that we end up having in Montgomery. Um, our, our community rallies around that, that type of, of, of events, and so for for us, it's, it's going to be a natural, it, it, you know, um, we just look forward to to, to to making sure that everybody is going to be welcomed um, and that we have things to do. And then we have uh, other things that we can showcase. Obviously, Montgomery is well uh, world renowned for its history. So we're hoping that people, when they come to visit, they take advantage of that, of, of, of those locations where they can learn and reflect on where we've been and what we need to do moving forward um and then there's also going to be great opportunities for people to come and eat good right so uh, you know the, the the community the community again we're we're we gonna we're gonna open it up for everybody make sure everybody has a great time um and and we definitely want to make sure that we've got the eyes of of the, of the world as you said uh, we want to be able to show people um, nationwide and worldwide that montgomery's a community that you can come to to have a great event whether it's just a, a traditional event or a sporting event like this, um, and, and, and receive above and beyond service uh, that that we think is world-class. And, and so that we make sure that um, Montgomery becomes a stop on, on your next uh, list when you decide to visit somewhere.
4: Well said.
3: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And for the, I mean, who doesn't know that the modern, civil rights movement started in Montgomery, Alabama, about four blocks from where we will be playing at. Who, 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 some may not realize that Texas Baptist Church is about four blocks, uh, a different direction from where we will be playing at. Dr. King lived six blocks from where we, uh where we'll be playing at. Eddie Nixon, uh, so, so, so much, Black history started and ended right there in uh in Montgomery, Alabama. And we're looking to make black history once again by crowning a black national champion in in baseball, you know. Let's see. And I think and I, I obviously can tell I have an affinity for Montgomery. Have a lived in that community, uh, right up just outside that community for so many years. You know, you've got the uh they were famous for the Blue Gray All Star Game, where a lot of that was the only place where a lot of HBCU players could play in a football postseason football game. There in the uh, yep. deep, in the Deep South, uh, many years hosted the Division Two World Series was held in Montgomery, Alabama. Now you've got events such as the uh, Camellia Bowl and Black College World Series is looking to be on that list of events that when you say Montgomery, that should come up on on your radar as an event city. Hey, Quan, we, we're going to get ready to get you out of here. Uh, so, but before we do, is there anything in particular that you want to add about this, uh, about the Black College World Series, about Montgomery itself? Oh, and I and I almost forgot about the Red Tiers Classic uh, there when I was going to those events. Uh great job last year by the people of Montgomery uh, Putting on that inaugural Red Tails Classic, but uh, anything that you want to add about the uh, Black Black College World Series, other uh, events uh, about the city of Montgomery or the city of Montgomery itself? The floor is yours.
6: Yeah, um, we like we, we have a little slogan that we like to say that uh, history happens here in Montgomery, um, and that's something that you will particularly see as it's um, as it pertains to our sporting events. I mean, you just you just list, listed off uh quite a few of them um and so again our goal is to continue to create new and exciting events uh, particularly as it as it comes around sporting events um we like to say that we, we we want we want to be the new sports capital of the south right um you know so again we want to be able to have uh unique events coming to our city obviously we know we're a, a smaller and in the, in the tourism world we say a, a, a tier two city um uh, but we want to be that top tier two city that people decide that they want to travel to. So again, events like um, the Black College World Series, you know, the, um, the, the like you said, the Camellia Bowl, uh, the Red Tails Classic. And so, and another thing that we're going to be really debuting this year, we didn't really get a chance to do that, is what we're going to, what we've dubbed HBCU Classic Weekend, which is Labor Day weekend. So you actually have Labor Day Classic kicking off with Alabama State University. And then that following day, will be the red tails Classic, so we're trying to create this new event um around that um so stay tuned to that we'll make sure that we'll be uh, broadcasting that all over black college sports network um so you make sure you check out on your social media but we want to continue to have these events um and then end it off with the sporting events with the camellia bowl um and then start it right back up next year i know uh AD, we've had some conversations about doing some other things too related to uh, HBCU athletics. And so, uh, you know, we're excited. Um, Alabama State just hired a new basketball coach, uh, Tony Matlock, so we're looking forward to see what he's going to do um, over at campus. And so maybe we can get some more basketball events. Um, and then we're li- we're even looking at softball and volleyball. So we're trying to expand uh, the offers that we've got. Um, we're the, the, the city is looking to really – Uh, do some new investments in a lot of our sporting facilities so we can be that premier tier two city in the southeast. Um, So again, we're excited. And so as the opportunity presents itself, we will make sure that we partner, keep this partnership going uh, between Black College Nines, uh, Black College Sports Network, and and everybody that's doing the great work that's highlighting HBCU athletics. There you have it, Aquan
3: Robinson. Montgomery Area Chamber of Commerce. Don't forget, log on, get your tickets, blackcollegechampionships.com. And while you're there, click click on the gear link. Get a hat such as the one Michael and myself got on that, we, that, that we've that got to put in the mail to uh, Mr. Robinson there. You prefer hat advice. Yeah, I
6: need that swag. I need
3: okay. that swag. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But, yeah, you can get hats like that or, or, or shirts like this that that we've got. Uh, you can tell we just got this gear in uh, like a day or two ago. Aquan, we're we trying to show it off, man. <laughs> hey,
6: Shameless plugs. Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing uh, wrong with that at all.
3: It's it's not shameless when you when you on the committee doing the plug. <laughs> 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 we but we we appreciate you taking uh taking time out your evening to join us here on the road to where where A'Juan? The road to where? Road to Montgomery. There you go, the road to Montgomery. Black College World Series Champion will be crowned in Montgomery, Alabama, May 14th of this year. Brother Robinson, we thank you for thank you for joining us today. And when we come back oh, after this you. break, Michael and I will break down the, the teams that need to be on alert to see if, if their dreams will come true in Montgomery, the capital city, the, the 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 where where history happens still to this day. We'll be right back after these messages.
1: There's a shot! So it right. might be! It, it be! Right field! Flam, slam. slam. Yeah. What a shot! That's how you get hot, young fella. Thank you guys for what you do for HBCU Athletics. This is a fantastic avenue for, for, for all of us. This is our ESPN, so we, 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 we love what you guys do, and all you guys at BCSN,
2: We really appreciate what it is that you guys you do for us.
5: For 200 years, Montgomery, Alabama has been making history by people who had the courage to stand up for change. Today, this riverfront city has been reborn, embracing the past and looking forward to the future. From the National Memorial for Peace and Justice to the stage of the Alabama Shakespeare Festival, this is where history was and is made. We are proud to call Montgomery home, and together, we can be the change.
3: The top HBCU programs in the nation come to Montgomery, Alabama's Riverwalk Stadium this May 11th through 14th for the Black College World Series. The best black college baseball teams in the NCAA Division II and the NAIA will battle for black baseball's ultimate prize. Games will be streamed live at www.mybcsn.net. Tickets are available now online at www.blackcollegechampionships.com.
5: Charmin Ultra Soft has so much cushiony softness, it's hard for your family to remember. They can use less. Sweet pillows of softness. This is soft. Holy Charmin. Excuse me. Roll it back, everybody.
4: Sorry. Charmin Ultra Soft is so cushiony soft, you'll want more. But it's so absorbent, you can use less. So it's always worth it. Now, what did we learn about using less?
1: You gotta roll it back, everybody. (laughs) We all go. Why not enjoy the go with
2: Charmin? Major.
0: The road to Montgomery is brought to you by Bob James, Attorney at Law, the City of Montgomery, Tuskegee Federal Credit Union. Major the Montgomery Biscuits, and the Central Alabama Sports Commission. There's a shot!
3: There we go. We are back here on the road to Montgomery. Eddie Drew, Black College Sports Michael Coker of Black College Nines. Eddie Drew here, Black Eddie Drew, Black College Sports Network. Michael Coker, Black College Nines. Had a little bit of audio issue there behind me. Uh, but we are back. And now, it's Michael, it is time to get into the teams that we need to be looking for and need to put their fans on alert for the black college world series michael so michael i'm gonna i'm gonna let you choose you want to start with the ncaa division two teams or do you want to start with the naia teams first and then we'll take a break between as we as we flip the script.
4: i think we should go with the uh ncaa division
3: two ncaa division two all right y'all we're going to start with the ncaa division two team and as we talk about these teams, we're gonna run them down in in alphabetical order. So Michael, we're gonna start first with with Albany State. The the Rams of Albany State, Michael. Tell tell us a little bit about those Rams there. The, Albany State
4: is a is a well coached team, uh Scott Hemmings. Uh he came over from Dalton College. He came over as a, a coach who could, you know, a lot of his student athletes were getting drafted. He's changed the culture of that team. Uh, he's got pitching. Uh, he is a, a pitching coach. Sometimes you have coaches who are hitters. He's a pitcher. Yeah, he, he he gets high caliber pitchers to come in and they make an immediate impact. That's what I one thing I like about what Scott Heming does with Alabama State. I'm sorry, Albany
3: State. All right, so error. so Michael, so Michael, what what is it gonna take for Albany State to get into this title? Well, I think
4: uh, what what's gonna really happen for um, Albany State is is it, for them to these last crucial weeks is gonna really tell uh, what's gonna happen with them. Uh, you know, you know, Mr. Ad, the, our saying is win and you're in. Uh, you got to win your ball games and. They're showing that they're winning their ball games, but they need to sustain that uh, to the full season. So that when the selection committee decides on, you know, they make their choices, that Albany State
3: should be in the thick of things. All right, well, looking at Albany State's schedule going forward, I I, I, would, I would be highly surprised, Michael, if they don't get a sweep this weekend as they play Benedict who is at the bottom of the SIAC. Not only are they at the bottom of the SIAC, they are at the bottom of Division II baseball in general. But the one I want to look forward to, uh, Michael, is next weekend when they play the Savannah State Tigers, which is a team that we will be talking about uh, in in a few moments right here on, uh, on the road to Montgomery. So that, that's what you guys looking forward to uh, from Savannah State. All right, Michael, ne- next team on our list is? You there, Michael? Yes, I am. Let's see, The next team on our list after Al- uh, Albany State is? Should be uh, Bluefield State. Bluefield.
4: Well, Bluefield is... Um... They're the defending champions, and coming into this season, there was hope. They had high hopes that they would uh, uh, return to Montgomery. Uh, Bluefield is 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 they're, they're not playing good baseball. They're losing the close games. They're losing the home games. Uh, but there's a rainbow at the end of the uh, uh, the tunnel there. Uh, if they could sustain and win their remaining ball games there's a good chance that bluefield state will be in and we could we see the uh defending champions give them that chance to defend themselves but uh as you know Mr. Drew you got to win your ball games win in your inch and uh they're a bubble team but uh, you you never know you know, the 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 last uh part of the season can can Change the way a team thinks, and, and you know, they could put a winning team together, a winning season, and then next thing you know, uh, they could very well be in the thick of things at, at the Black College World Series.
3: Yeah, well, they played UVA wise, they got a three game set with UVA wise. They split, t- they split today, uh, they play them again next Tuesday for the rubber match, and then they've got a Weekend series is actually a four-game series against Virginia State coming up on next week. That game against Virginia State always love to see when two HBCUs play each other die conference. And that's uh, you know, that is one of the things that kind of hurts Bluefield State with them not being in a uh in a conference. So moving down the list, Michael. Uh next team, I believe, on our list is going to be uh, Kentucky State, right? Um uh, Michael. Oh boy, Kentucky State.
4: Kentucky State. Uh, they, they, they. If you you look at where they're playing in, in in the weather, and weather is a big factor. Uh, a lot of their games in the early part of the season was played in thirty degrees. Uh, they weather is breaking. This, to me, is one of your dangerous teams coming in out of the SIAC. I think that Kentucky State can uh, put it together. They're starting to play good ball. Pitching's coming around. Uh, the, the bats are starting to, to liven up. Uh, Rob Henry, that head coach, he is getting his team geared to uh, play in the Black College World Series. and. They're starting to respond. Uh, uh, the the they just swept Lane. Um, they're pitching. They did not need to use the bullpen. They they went to it a few times. Uh, that's a mark for success. And I do see Kentucky State as being a uh, potential um, team that will knock uh, these big guys off.
3: Yeah, yeah, but Kentucky State is officially a bubble team. Uh, And and I'm going to tell you why. The schedule makers did not do Kentucky State any favors as they have Spring Hill this uh, this weekend. They have Miles next weekend. Both of those teams are ahead of them in the SIAC standings, which will make that last weekend of the season, the Tuskegee series even more important when it comes not only to for the Black College World Series, but for SIAC standing. So they the the schedule makers were not kind to uh Kentucky State going down going down the stretch, Michael. All right. Next up on the list, speaking of all the uh Miles Golden Bears, Michael, tell us about tell us about those golden bears. Uh Ty Roberts, the head coach.
4: Uh, They're they're a streaky team. Uh, They just came off a defeat of uh, Savannah. They lost a three-game series to Savannah. Coming into that series, they had won 13 straight games. Uh, They did it with uh, going station to station and hitting. They have a freshman who's uh, in the top 10 in the NCAA statistical uh, for runs batted in. it's what's what's going on with miles is is right now they because like i said earlier they're streaky that and and they're i think they're going to sustain their losing streak because they also got beat uh two out of three by edward waters this past weekend they can get that those uh losses out of their head and start playing um Tiger, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Golden Lion, uh, Golden Bear, baseball. Bear. Uh, yeah, the Golden Bear baseball. Uh, you you might see a team here that can put a winning streak together and and head down to Montgomery and uh, make a footprint for itself.
3: Right. Well, well, Michael, as bad as we talked about the schedule makers for the, some of these other teams. That's a possibility. Miles may not get another win for the rest of the season. Listen to this schedule to finish off the season, Michael. Got Tuskegee this weekend. Yes, Tuskegee's behind them in the standards, but anytime Miles and Tuskegee get on the field and anything, it's always going to be a good battle. Then they have midweek, a midweek game next week at Talladega. So going on the road to Talladega, N A I A uh Power Talladega. Kentucky State the following weekend, stepping out of conference for a big week game against West Alabama, Michael. And then you finish up with Spring Hill. There's that, that, a chance Miles could wind up going over the sea over the remainder of the season, uh, Michael, after such a great start by the Miles Golden Bears. I believe they were 13 in a row at one point. There's a chance they could wind up losing 13 in a row to end the season. But let's not wish that on the Miles Golden Bears. But I just want to give everybody a dose of reality when it when it comes but, to the Miles Golden Bears.
4: I, I want to add, we never said the road to Montgomery was going to be easy.
3: <laughs> you definitely you definitely got that right, Michael. Well speaking of the road to Montgomery uh being easy or not being easy, this team right right here is making it look easy. That being the Savannah State Tigers, Michael. Take, take us inside Savannah State.
4: Number one team in the Black College 9's HBCU baseball poll, 28-6. They're currently on the 12-game winning streak. Starters are logging in a lot of innings. Great setup, man. Great setup relievers. Carlton Hardy, you, you got to keep in mind that Savannah State—they have the same team that they—they—they you know, they, they won a ball game at, at the uh, Montgomery in the initial Black College World Series. Their entire roster came back, with the exception of one person who is not a starter. This team is hungry. This team wants to win. Not only do they want to win, but they're also ranked nationally in the National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association. South Region. Uh, last week they were number seven. Uh, as of today, the new poll that came out, they're number eight. And the key to them sustaining their uh, winning ways is they got a a key weekend game coming up against Albany. That's that, that going to tell next a weekend. lot. Yes, next weekend is going to tell a lot, and I'm planning on being at that game. Uh, this will decide on. Well, uh, maybe I should put it out there: who's going to be number one in the uh, for the D two teams? These two teams, that that game right there, could be the deci- deciding factor on who's going to be a, a a a top seed in the uh, Black College World Series. Yeah.
3: Well, Savannah State defeated Voorhees in a. A little bit of a football score, and it is spring football time, 18 to 14 today. They've got El Waters uh, Friday and Saturday of this week. You can mention the Albany State Series next weekend. And then they end the season with Benedict. So you, they've got four that they should take care of. they got, well, excuse me, they've got six games they should take care of, at least get five of those six. The question is going to be what happens when they go to uh, – to, to Savannah State. Excuse me, when uh, Albany, Albany visits Savannah State, I've got that back. My alma mater, Michael, Tuskegee. Tell, tell well, me about I my
4: coach. You, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I've been covering Reginald Hollins since he became the head coach. Uh, I met him at a game in Miami. When they took on Barry University, I spent the entire weekend with them talking to him. And I'm going to tell you, this could be the surprise team. Why I say that? Because at the end of the season, Coach Holland coaches like his back is against the wall. He get his guys fired up, and they come out to play. Uh, Keep in mind that this is the first season that baseball has returned back to the campus of Tuskegee. So they're learning to adjust themselves. And I I like the makeup of this team. They're freshmen, they're young, and they have one thing that a lot of teams don't have. A lot of teams go through that mechanical motion. These guys are young and they're hungry. they They don't wanna make a name for themselves individually they want to do it collectively and this is why i think that uh the most surprised team and right now their record does not reflect it but i know reggie i know reggie's gonna write that ship and they're gonna make some noise and they they're a bubble team and that bubble team could find itself in montgomery may 11th to
3: the 15th all right uh and quick, quickly looking at uh, Tuskegee's schedule. You thought I would have had to pull it pulled up, Michael. But uh, quickly looking at Tuskegee schedule, they have to finish off the season. They've got, like I said, we've, they've got miles this weekend. A big week against Stilman. And then they have Spring Hill and Kentucky State to end the season. Great. That battle with Kentucky State could be crucial. All right, Mike, we got two more to go. We need to get both of these in quickly. First one is going to be uh, Trojans of Virginia State. Uh, they are three games
4: out of being a 500 ball club. Uh, they're an up and down team. Win two three games here, lose two or three. Uh, they need to sustain. Uh, their losses and and start putting a winning streak together. If they're gonna uh, think that they're gonna have a chance to uh, make take that road to Montgomery, uh, not to give them anything uh, excuses, but you, know, you 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 gotta uh, play a level of consistency and you gotta go out there with the mindset to win. And I I know that they're playing in in uh, unusual weather, uh, weather really starting to break now, but. Uh, you still got to go out there, play your ball games, and win. And uh, I, it, if that happens for them, I mean, they're, they're, they're three games under five hundred. A good weekend, and then next thing you know, we could be hearing some noises coming out of
3: um, uh, Virginia State. Yeah, they've got uh, three games this weekend against Salem University, uh, University of Baltimore for a big week series next week. Hey, they two bubble teams fighting against. We have opportunity to, to eliminate each other. Virginia State and Bluefield State play next weekend on the 23rd and the 24th in the four-game set, and then uh, Salem University to finish up the season. Last Division two, Michael, before we take this break. West Virginia State. Shocker. Shocked. This team last
4: year, they brought back uh, seven of their nine position players from last year, including uh, arms. Uh, they won 30 ball games. They went to the NCAA regional, Division two regionals. Coming into the season, this team was uh, they they won the conference last year. They finished first in the conference during regular season. They won the conference tournament, and things are not uh, falling their way. They're 500 club. They're you know currently right now they're. Uh, I think it was twelve and twelve. Uh, it, it's it, it only goes to show you. And I and Jackson State uh, head baseball coach Omar Johnson, in a, a conversation with him, said to me, and 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 what he said is true. He says you can have uh, the greatest team do everything one year, and then you take have that same team the next year, and you will struggle. And they're struggling. They're struggling to get. Uh, beyond 500 but there's light at the end of the tunnel they still got enough games left to uh put a winning streak together yeah
3: so uh take a look at that schedule got uh doubleheaders friday and saturday against Glendale state this weekend and then next weekend against west virginia wesleyan college uh on on next weekend there michael so Michael, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a break right now. Then when we come back, we'll get into the NAIA. And then we'll get ready to pick up this show and get out of here, Michael. You're, you're watching The Road to Montgomery. I'm Michael. I'm Michael Coker. He's Michael Coker. I'm Adrian Drew. <laughs> this is The Road to Montgomery for the Black College World Series. And we'll be right back. There's a, There's a shot. shot. That might it might be. It, it, it be. could
1: be. Right field. Slam, slam. What a shot. That's how you get hot, young fella. Thank you guys for what you do for HBCU. This is a fantastic avenue for, for, for all of us. This is our ESPN. So we we, we we love what you guys do, all you guys at BCSN. We really appreciate what it is that you guys you do for us.
5: For 200 years, Montgomery, Alabama has been making history by people who had the courage to stand up for change. Today, this riverfront city has been reborn, embracing the past and looking forward to the future. From the National Memorial for Peace and Justice to the stage of the Alabama Shakespeare Festival, this is where history was and is made. We are proud to call Montgomery home, and together we can be the change.
3: The top HBCU programs in the nation come to Montgomery, Alabama's Riverwalk Stadium this May 11th through 14th for the Black College World Series. The best black college baseball teams in the NCAA Division II and the NAIA will battle for black baseball's ultimate prize. Games will be streamed live at www.mybcsn.net. Tickets are available now online at www.blackcollegechampionships.com.
5: Charmin Ultra Soft has so much cushiony softness, it's hard for your family to remember. They can use less. Sweet pillars of softness. This is soft. Holy Charmin. Oh, excuse me. Roll it
6: back, everybody.
2: Sorry.
1: Charmin Ultra Soft is so cushiony soft, you'll want more, but it's so absorbent, you can use less. So it's always worth it. Now, what did we learn about using less? You gotta roll it back, everybody. If <laughs> we all go, why not enjoy the go with Charmin?
2: Major.
0: The road to Montgomery Major, is brought to you by Major, Bob James, attorney Major, at law. Major, Major. The city of Montgomery. Major, Major, Tuskegee Federal Credit Union, the Montgomery Biscuits, and the Central Alabama Sports Commission.
3: There's a shot! All right, Mike, we're back on the road to Montgomery. A.D. Drew here along with Michael Coker. And Mike, let's get into the NAIA teams. uh Uh-oh. Sounds like sounds like Michael is ready to talk some trash with these NAI 18s. Let's start off with your uh album moderator, uh Michael Coker, the Edward Waters Tigers. Well, Edward Waters is playing good baseball. Uh
4: if you you go back at the start of the season and four or five weeks into the season, it looked like they their season was done. Yeah uh, uh they, Started questioning the head coach, uh, Reggie, Reggie Johnson. Uh, there was, you know, talk of, uh, you know, how is this team going to transition to the next level? And now they're putting together a win streak. Now they're a bubble team, but they're in the thick of things. Uh, Ever Waters was in the inaugural Black College World Series. Uh, what I really like what they're doing, not because they're an alma mater, is because yeah, you have to play the season out. And they've sustained their losses. They're, they're, they're beating teams. I mean, they they went in and did what everybody thought they were going to. They did not do what they, everybody thought they were going to do. Everybody thought last weekend they were going to get swept by miles. They went in and took two or three. Uh, they took one game, big blowout. And then in the one-run game, uh, defense carried them. They they played good, strong defense. This team, uh, I think that you know. When I talked to them when they came down to South Florida, uh, the coach said to me, "You and I are going to have that conversation about Montgomery." And I says, "Well, you win and you're in." He says, "Okay, okay," and h- h- here we are. They're a bubble team. Uh, two weeks ago, they were seven games out of 500. Uh, this team is a three-game winning streak away from they could stamp themselves and have a second uh, return trip to Montgomery.
3: Yeah, three-game winning streak, but uh, not, not the easiest road. They've got Savannah State, who is the number one team in the SIAC this weekend. They've got Albany State, who's the number two team, in the SIAC the final weekend of the season and sandwiched in between that they've got a midweek with flagler and next weekend with benedict college so uh good luck to the tigers down there and uh coach johnson at uh ever Waters university now let's talk about your neighbors down there in south florida where you live at michael that would be uh florida memorial lions
4: you keep an eye on, on the Lions, hitting, pitching, everything. Uh, they started off the season hot. Uh, defense failed them in games they should have won. There are eight games they should have won, and the defense failed them. And coach Tito Burgos went back to basics. Now these guys are turning it around. They have a key game this weekend against the number six ranked Saint Thomas uh, University, and it, 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 it's being because the schools are two blocks away from each other. It's being built as the um, they're, they're they're calling it the uh, Battle of uh, what's the what's the name of that town um, uh, Miami Gardens, and the, the they're ranked. They come away if they win one game against that ranked team. This is your team. That who could take that uh, NAIA bracket in the Black College World Series? I would, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see that uh, th- th- this team uh, makes it to the championship level at the uh, uh, Montgomery from the uh, NAI side. Pitching, uh, Alfonseca, the the pitching coach, is a former MVP All-Star in the Major League Baseball from the Miami Marlins. Uh, they, they're writing their ship. Uh, like I said, pitching has always been there during the season. It's the defense that has let them down. Now that the defense uh, adjustments have been made, they're winning.
3: All right. And after this weekend, they've got Ivan Maria in the midweek on Tuesday, Southeastern University uh, next weekend. And they finish up the season against Kaiser University there in uh that, that game will be in uh, in Miami Gardens. Moving on down let me, the line. Let,
4: me, let me let me add let me add something to that. Uh, it, the Florida Memorial plays in one of the toughest conference. Uh, they send five to six teams to the national tournament every year. Kaiser's ranked, St. Thomas is ranked. They play four uh, teams that are ranked in their conference. Uh, and, and and top level pitching. Now, that's why I said keep an eye on them. When you play in that conference, you're seeing guys that are throwing 94, 95 yeah, coming into right. Montgomery. If you don't have that maintained, then you you they're, they're, they're going to jump all over you.
3: Speaking of a team that plays in a tough conference, that's the team from my hometown of St. Louis, Missouri, and that is Harris Stowe State University. Uh, Harris Stowe right now went from a uh, team that we thought was a surefire team to get in to now they're they're a bubble team. So let's talk about Harris Stowe there, Michael. Uh, At the the beginning of the season, I really like
4: the makeup of of what uh, the the head coach is 24 years old. He's a former player. Uh, Three years ago, he was a starter on the Team that won uh, back to back 30 ball, 30 year, uh, 30 game seasons. Uh, he took over the helm last year. Uh, uh Purnell Roberts is he's a good coach, but uh, I think they may be a little bit way over their heads on this because they're 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 not playing their the meat of the schedule at, at the beginning, at the middle part of the season. From this point on, they're paying nothing but those four teams that make the national tournament year in and year out. That's a lot to sustain. That's a lot to overcome. I'm not saying that they can't do it, but I'm saying it's really going to be difficult for them because uh, they came into that weekend series uh, where they got swept uh, by the number one ranked team in the conference. And in in that uh, American West Conference, you. If you don't have arms then you and and I'm talking deep arms uh, deep, deep in the bullpen if you don't have arms then you know you you're, you're you're wishful thinking and nothing to take away from Harrison Stowe State I'd love to see them down in Montgomery but that that road that they have to complete their schedule is a very rough one All right.
3: Harris Stowe uh, has Lion College of Arkansas this weekend. Hannibal LaGrange University next weekend, and they finish up the season with Mo Baptist, Missouri Baptist uh, University. All right, Michael, let's, let's move on down the line. Next one is the the, the, Payne, College, the Payne College Lions. Payne has a very interesting story. Payne uh, dropped down from Division II to NCCAA. A this year they compete against uh on baseball they compete against some division twos and in AIA programs not in a quote unquote true conference so it's kind of hard to evaluate pain and uh, their, their their baseball team so Michael I'm going to give you the task of trying to evaluate pain and let's keep this in mind pain does right now have the best winning percentage. In, I don't think, the teams that we are classifying as NAIA teams.
4: Well, you got to keep in mind, Mr. Drew, that Payne shut down baseball two and a half years ago. Okay, they brought the program back, and head coach Kirby Marshall uh, won a national title at Edward Waters in 2010, and his top player was drafted by the Chicago Cubs. Uh, he bolted from Edward Waters, went to Payne, and had success. Uh, right before uh, he, uh, COVID hit, they, the program never really got much support from the administration. Uh, Kirby kind of did it on his own, and they really struggled. They really struggled to get really good uh, recruits in. Now that they brought the program back, they are no longer a a D2 program playing in a SIAC, but he's still recruiting D2-type players, and it's, it's, it's showing... On the field because uh, they've had some recent losses. At one point, they were uh, uh, 12 and, and 2, tw- uh, 12 and 4, 14 and 4, 15 and 4, and uh, they've lost two in a row now. Uh, once he gets back to playing Kirby Marshall type baseball, uh, and, and and before I forget, at one point, Fam Yu was uh, interested in bringing him on board as an assistant coach. Uh, Kirby Marshall can turn this program around. And it's what is uh intriguing to us is is they're in a the National Uh Christian uh Collegiate Athletic Association. Uh they've got some uh things that you know they're gonna have to play through. So you know we 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 are looking to get them to Montgomery. We're hoping that they're able to uh make their way towards Montgomery. This, to me, is a dangerous team right here. This team, uh, they have a kid named Michael Rounds who can pitch deep. Uh, last weekend, he went the uh, a complete game, uh, 156 pitches. Begged the coach not to take him out. Coach says, if you don't get this batter, you're gone. And he did say it in a negative way. Uh, let, let the guy in. The guy struck out four more batters, and he had 10 strikeouts in, the, uh, in a complete game.
3: Well, Payne season is uh, winded out. They've got Carolina University this weekend for a three-game set. A big week against Benedict and Carolina University once again next weekend to end the season. And then uh, they will end the season at home against Carolina University. All right, the unsung team, the team that's kind of snuck up on everybody. The Russ College Bears, Mike you know, their head coach left and went to Mississippi Valley State, took uh, arguably their best player with him over to Mississippi Valley State. But it looks like he did not take everything and leave the covered Bears. So quickly, tell us about the Russ College Bears.
4: What's hurting this team? Inclement weather. A lot of their games have been canceled because of inclement weather. They started off the season. Uh, they, they they lost their games to Mississippi Valley. They opened up against a, D- a Division One program. After that, they started playing good ball. They had a winning season. And it's kind of hard to maintain a consistency of uh, good play when uh, you play one game and then a few days later, uh, you have rain. And I've seen this all before in that region. Uh, We've had over the years a bunch of HBCUs who have knocked off ranked teams, but they did not. They played less than 25 games a season because of bad weather, and this is Rust. If Rust can sustain and win some ball games and get through those uh, uh, the heavy rain, the rain showers uh, that occurs at this time of year, uh, th- remember they were in Montgomery last year. Uh, they very well could return with some of those same players. Uh, four of the top players uh, left uh, when they went with the head coach that, uh, as to uh, Mississippi Valley, as A.D. Drew uh, just informed us. And with that being said, uh, for John Bates, who took over the program uh, when, when uh, Stanley Stubbs left, to continue pushing and winning, and I and I might add, he's got in in uh, a lot of people's mind one of the best catchers in uh, the NAIA who's got a gun of an arm to nail base runners. They're getting that in, into Montgomery. Uh, this is it could be
3: a surprise team. All right, and Rust has five games left on their schedule. Uh, they've got two this this upcoming weekend, which is, uh always, anytime you got HBCUs playing HBCUs, is is a good matchup. And they finish the season with a midweek against Crawley's Ridge, uh, and that is doesn't say whether that's home or away, but they finish up the season against Crawley Ridge. All right, Michael, the team from the state of Alabama with the with the Probably the best opportunity to get in right now are the uh, Talladega Talladega Tornadoes to represent the state of Alabama in the Black College World Series. So what about these tornadoes? Is the storm blowing in or is the storm going to be blowing out, Michael? Boy, I tell you what, take cover.
4: I'd say take cover because Talladega is battle-tested. Here, year in and year out, I, in my reporting for Black College Nines, I'm always writing, and it amazes me how they schedule 20 to 25 games against top the top teams in the uh, NAIA Top 25 Coaches Poll. And, and this was before they became a new member of the Southern States Conference. And they're doing the same thing in the Southern states. If you're not aware of the Southern states, they send seen six teams to the NAIA National Tournament every year. Those six teams are ranked, with a few of those teams receiving votes in the top 25. They're going to come in here, this team is loaded. He's got a freshman catcher who has over 40 RBIs. He has a uh, a, a spot starter who has over forty RBIs? They're hitting home runs. They're pitching victories. It, 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 this team, and you know, you people may not like me saying this, but if when this team if this team gets uh, an invite to Montgomery, I'm gonna say that this is the team. This is my pick to click and win it all.
3: Michael, every every team is your pick to click and win it all. I just want to throw that out there for the record. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, Talladega, uh, Loy- uh Faulkner this weekend. Miles in a week. Loyola. And what is Faulkner I think Faulkner's ranked. I think Faulkner's ranked. Think ranked. That, that's that, that's why I mentioned that, Michael. So you got Faulkner, Miles, Loyola for for your next uh, series of games uh midweek against Reinhardt and then William Carey to end the season. So uh Talad to talk about battle testing. Yeah they are definitely battle tested. And Michael our, our, our last team that we're gonna talk about is Xavier of New Orleans. Uh sec- second year program. Uh Co- coach Holloway down there is doing a tremendous job uh Runner up to it last year's Black College World Series, will they have an opportunity to come back and claim the crown this year, Michael? I think they will. Uh,
4: They joined a very tough Red River Athletic Conference. There are five HBCUs in a a, a eleven team conference. Uh, Boy, I tell you something. Um, This is a this is a good team. Everybody. Is is nearly back the same uh, pitcher that threw uh, uh, Frederick. You remember in the Black College World Series, he struck out a record. Uh, I think it was 17. Batters,
3: 17. 17.
4: batters. And then 17 what did he consecutive. Yes, yeah, 17 consecutive batters he struck out. And then what did he do last week? Struck out 12, 14, I'm sorry, against the number. Uh, I think that that team was um, that 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 team was receiving votes in the top twenty-five coaches poll when he beat them in the first game on uh, Texas Texas I think uh, I've been covering Coach Adrian Holloway since uh, you know he he was hired at Selma, and then he got brought on board with uh, Xavier. Uh, He he went to six straight. Uh, playoffs, uh, really, uh, including the year he was off, where that was one he didn't. But, you know, he's been the seven straight uh, collegiate uh, playoffs, uh, postseason uh, tournaments. I think it, this is a bubble team, but if they can put together uh, 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 to finish the season out and then to go into their Red River Athletic Conference, I think they can upset some teams. I think they haven't played their best baseball as of yet and I think they're starting to. Uh I wouldn't be shocked uh, if uh they weren't chosen.
3: Right. Uh, I say that so,
4: because you know they they, they 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 have a chance but they 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 need that level of consistency to, to claim a W. And if you know anything about Adrian Holloway, he's going to uh he, he's going to make sure his players are prepared. They're going to know going ahead of time. Ahead, look these are important games if we wanted to have postseason success.
3: All right. Xavier has Our Lady of the Lake uh, this weekend and Loyola of New Orleans on Tuesday. Uh, let's hope for a 2-2 split out of those four games right there. Then they have Jarvis Christian and Arkansas Baptist after that, Jarvis Christian for a weekend series, Arkansas Baptist for a uh, midweek. Xavier should sweep those games, honestly, before they finish up with Louisiana Christian, who I believe is like 21 and 9 or some, somewhere up in there right now. It's a tough series to end the season. But uh, you know, there, there's some opportunities to get some good wins and some quality wins over the next uh two weeks there for Xavier of New Orleans, Michael. So with sure. with with that. With that being said, anything uh, you want to get out as far as any, any uh, anything else on Division Two or the NAIA level that you want to get up, get uh, out, Michael?
4: Yes, I'm asking that uh, everybody come to Montgomery, come watch these teams uh, play. Whichever team is selected, you're going to get a championship level uh, tournament from uh, those two brackets. We're looking for two bracket busters, one from the NAI and one from the NCAA Division II. Uh, This is a tournament that's going to showcase HBCU into the future. Uh, These teams are hot. They want to win. We want to have them in Montgomery. We want them to showcase HBCU baseball in its finest. Back to
3: our glory days. All right, Michael. Let's get ready. Let's pick up this show and get out of here. Uh, tell everybody where they can get tickets, where they can get gear, and the the dates of those their tournament once again, Michael.
4: Well, in order to uh, understand what's going on here, uh, there's Black College Championships, who's the developer of the, of the tournament, has a website. If you go to com, and you'll see the... Uh, the link to uh, purchase tickets. Uh they will play 13 games over four days, starting uh Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and leading up to championship Saturday and possibly Sunday. Uh May the tournament is May uh 10th through the 15th. The 15th is a rain day. Uh that we took at the rain day in case we had inclement weather and we got set back a day. But the championship game is Saturday. Uh, there's a link to purchase tickets Uh, the package includes a single game tickets and then uh, game tickets are $10 and all day pass is 25 a tournament pass we're hoping that uh, everybody gets a tournament pass to experience the entire tournament tournament passes are going for $80 and but there's also youth and senior pricing information on the website also this wonderful hat there's there's t-shirts for men women and youth. uh i i got one i got on the golf shirt and i'm like this is you know who's c- 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 to 80 drew for coming up with the um gear selection and providing that uh it's a, it's it's something you want because this is something that's going to be talked about for years to come uh like i said Black College Championships. We are looking to put on this tournament uh, for years to come, twenty twenty two and beyond. It's the road to Montgomery, Alabama.
3: And for those of y'all who cannot attend the Black College uh, Black College World Series in Montgomery, you can catch each and every game, all thirteen of those games, right here, exclusively on the Black College sports network michael i think we can pick up this show and get up out of here what you think my brother i'm with you 100 mr drew Uh, we appreciate you joining uh, us tonight and we will be back next wednesday live at 7 p.m eastern 6 p.m central for another edition of the road to montgomery so for Michael Coker from Black College Nines. This is A.D. Drew from the Black College Sports Network. And we are part of Black College Championship. Thank you all. God bless. See you in Montgomery. I holla. Yo, yeah. 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 straight from
1: Alabama. Alabama. This beat is from Youngstown. Was on your hiatus, watch me, and woken them up. Now down. the industry was hurting, but I didn't bandage the rope. Now I got down. too sick with it, now we done found us on a rough sound. Okay. Look, be tearing the speakers up and we shaking the whole ground. Found pros in this profession, we calling that profound. Studio in every city, I'm calling that yo town. Some of these words that I'm using make me want to throw down. But I got humbled in, in my veins yeah. and learned to tone it down. Major lead when I'm pitching, I'm needing the pitches. I'll take the room with my powers and knocking the bitches down trying to teach you business first and put your bitches down Major
2: Major 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 Major
0: Major 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 Major